wonderful joy to be in the house of the Lord once again and to be in the house uh, of saints, to be in the house with uh, people who are here to worship Jesus. And uh, it's always my privilege to leave this congregation um, every Sunday morning um, or every weekend as I prepare and I sit down and I, I, I talk to the Lord. It's my joy that the Lord uh, talks and uh, as I communicate the message of hope in the sanctuary here, I believe it's a word that will challenge us. It's a word that will change us. Uh, it's a word of God, um, you know, that will make us, deliberately make us who God wants us to be. We don't want to be what the world wants us to be. We don't want what our emotions want us to be. We want to be what the world is wanting us to be. You all with me today, church? It's our joy. It's our joy to be in the house of the Lord, to worship God. And when we gather here, when the sound of our praises rise in this house, and I believe the mighty hand of God is working on our behalf. And I, I'm sure, you know, some of our parents, you know, um, you know who are traveling and uh, who are sick, and I will continue to pray for them. Um, you know, um, last week, I, I, I know we had in, on our group, me and our, on, on our, on our, our church um, group, me, uh, we had, a, uh, you know, a prayer request to pray for uh, our dear Daniel Apachin back, back in India. One of the persons that I miss in our church while Apachin is back in India is uh, Daniel Apachin and Leela Mamachi because um, every time I stand here to preach, the first hallelujah or the amen uh, comes from Daniel Apachin and he sits right there uh, and uh, seeing him worship the way he worships gives me the joy to worship because some of our elderly people who are seasoned, who have been through the stuff and the challenges of life and who still know how to worship God, when I see them, I'm like, God, help me that when I grow older, I could be a little bit as much as they are. And uh, we have, uh, the family have asked for prayer, Bijuankala and family have asked for prayers. We'll continue to pray for Daniel Apachin uh, as he is um, in the hospitalized. We'll continue to pray that the Lord will touch and the Lord will heal. I know, um, you, you know, the, my Jesus has never out of business in healing he's never out of business sickness i mean it does not matter how big sometimes when the doctors give me uh either the, the medical terms and the names i'm like who cares about this i know one name that is more above and powerful it is the name of sometimes the medical report and the names that you have you're reading you know last year when i was in india i did a medical checkup and in the the list and the stuff that i like thank god i didn't go into medical school you know because i had to buy hard memorize maybe all of those terms big huge big thankfully uh, some of our ladies are into medical profession i don't know how you do it but you do it but the grace of God, God bless you guys. But uh, you know what I'm saying is, you know, about all the names that the sickness, uh, uh, the doctors could mention about our life. You know, the name of Jesus is much powerful and stronger. You and me, we are not alive because of our insurance. We are not alive because of our medicine. We are not alive because of any other stuff that we go through. We do to our body. We are alive just because of His grace and His grace alone. And that is the difference between us and any other person because we give God all. All the glory and honor because our life is just because of the result of his saving grace on the cross that he has done. Come on, somebody. Do you believe with me today? Hallelujah. 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 May the Lord continue to bless. And towards the end, we'll have a few um, announcements. I know my phone has been buzzing with a lot of uh, messages, I believe, uh, for announcements. And towards the end, we'll look into that. But without any distraction, let's dive into um, the sermon series that I've been doing. 
Krishna from the last two weeks. You all happy? And some of them, you know, uh, spoke to me personally. And they said, Pastor, the, the study on the book of James is so challenging. It is helping us to understand. And I'm going as slow as possible, scripture to scripture. Not very preachy, but it's more with contents that I want to deliver here. Because the book of James has more contents, more contents. And I believe these contents are very important in our life. Uh, because these contents help us to, we need some stuff. We need some contents so that, you know, will will feed us when we are going through stuff. We can look back into the into the the scriptures uh, the book of james week one i helped us understand that it was about um, how to navigate life when life seems very hard uh, and after that last week we talked about godly wisdom we talked about i am getting wiser and uh, as days pass by you and me we need to get uh, uh, grow in our wisdom uh, in the Lord. And yesterday night, we had a wonderful um, small groups Bible study for the youth. And uh, thank, uh, thank God for Brother Nish and team, uh, Nish and Sharon, who helped us uh, in the small groups. And they helped us to understand more with, uh, um, you know, the scriptures with godly wisdom. And today, I want to talk to you about uh, the next uh, part of the sermon series. The third part of the sermon series is listen more, talk less, Calm down. Three simple words. Listen more, talk less, and calm down. Three simple words. Can you, can you repeat after me? Listen more. Listen more louder. Listen more. Talk less. Calm down. Turn to your neighbor and say, calm down. Come on, with a joy, with a smile. Calm down. Calm down. Can I tell you one of the most beautiful things that I have right now? I know uh, back in our home country, India and uh, Pakistan are in a very tense situation. I'm so thankful that there are Indians in this house and we also have Pakistani family. This is the joy that brings us all together. When the world is the, out there dividing, when the politics is out there dividing, all I can say, if not cricket, but anything else, you know, we are all united. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So if there is anybody I know, you know, um, you know, a, a, a family of, you know, somebody reached out this, uh, and they have asked me to preach at a Indo Park conference this year end in uh, Toronto, Canada. And it's one of the largest congregation gathering, Christian gatherings in, in uh, Toronto, Canada. And they've asked me to preach. And uh, they, they mentioned that they are all watching our live stream and they're part of it. And that's why I openly say, you know, people and politics divide us, but Christ has united us and this is the joy if the lord has united who can stand against to divide us we are brothers and sisters in our lord except for when it comes to i'm kidding listen more talk less calm down so let's look into james chapter 1 verse 19 and 20 james chapter 1 verse 19 and 20 i'm going to read it for you know this my beloved brothers let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Three simple things that um, James is mentioning here to the, to the church um, in New Testament era. We see that notice my beloved brothers, he addresses by saying, but that's the normal way of addressing back in, you know, they were writing the letters. My beloved brothers, let every person, and this message is for every single person here, you and me included. Even though this message was written, and I mentioned the first Sunday, that the book of James was the first written writing. 
in the New Testament church. It was the first writing in the New Testament church. So probably right now, all of us, we have our Bible with us, right? Everybody with your Bible? Can you raise your Bibles in the air? Some of your Bibles will be glowing. I know you have charged up your Bible. Some of your Bibles you have charged up. Some of this Bible charges me up. And it is so cool to hold this Bible in our life. You walk into places and people ask you, what is this book? Is this like a biography? Now, this is the word that takes me. This is the word. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm so challenged, you know, when uh, in India, most of you, uh, the second generations here more, may not understand. Um, I was a, there was a pastor in India called uh, Pastor Ashari Ubadesi, and he happened to come to my church back in India. And uh, many years ago, and I was a third grader, and he stood there, and as he was preaching, he said the first time he, he put his foot, uh, you know, landed in America for a conference or was preaching, he said, I kept my Bible on my head, and I said, this is the Lord that has taken me out of the, you know, in, in Malayalam, they said, Patikar, out of the Patikar, he has got me to the city land here. It is only the Bible, and he kept the Bible on his head, and he gave God all the glory and honor. And this is what I would say, you know, it is the word of the Lord that has taken us places. And it is only the word of God will take us more further places. Never leave this in your life. Keep this with you all the time. Today, we have enough platforms, social media, applications, that we have so much word, but still we don't go back to the word. We have so much facility around. I'm so thankful for you version, right? You version, um, the app we have, millions of people have downloaded, Christians and non-Christians have downloaded app in their phones and one brother from Oklahoma Church has designed the app and he brought it out and it's a free application available for anybody and there are you know thousands of translation and versions of the Bible available on your smartphone just at the fingertips but still because we are bombarded with so much information and application with God's word that still we don't yet go back to it hallelujah I want to bring the thought process back into James here. The reason why I share that is when the Bible was actually, the first written book was given out to the New Testament disciples, Christians. They did not have any other word at all. Just imagine you and me, when we are reading through James right now, we can go back and look through the book of Acts. We can read the book of Matthew, John, Luke. We can read through Romans and Acts. We can read through that. But just imagine when the book of James was written and given out to scattered Christians in New Testament. They did not have the book of Matthew. They did not have the Gospels. They did not have Romans. They did not have Acts. The only available manuscript was at that time was the letter of James. So the book of James, as James was writing to the scattered New Testament Christians, understand very carefully, all they had to do was patiently listen, carefully listen. And they had to do it very carefully. And that's why when the letter was read out in the midst of their congregation or the synagogue, they kept very peaceful atmosphere because they wanted to honor the word of the Lord from a servant, from a disciple, from an apostle who walked the life with Jesus. And as they were doing that, they kept quiet and they were ready to listen. But a lot of other challenges, the reason why James writes the scriptures here is because there was a lot of challenges that came. And because of these challenges, people started making their own assumptions about God. There were some other practices that came into the New Testament church early days that James looked at and James said, what? Be people 
who can listen more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody has said this. Um, it takes a great man to be a great listener. Not everybody is a great listener. But it takes a great man, a great person to be a good listener. In every given situations of life, God have wants us to be good listeners. Good listeners. I, I know most of you all know that uh, last year I worked at Baylor Hospital as a chaplain. While I was working there, I was so thrilled and pumped to walk into every single room and go talk to all the patients. I just want to do it because that's what I've done in my pastoral life that you walk into and you seem like you are the person who brings the change in everybody's life. Can I tell you that's a wrong theology? It's not you, but it's the one who goes with you. Amen? It's not because of me. It's because of my Savior who is on my side. I am nothing if my Savior is not with me. And in, I walk into hospital rooms and I want to go talk to them, find out details, what's going on. I'm like, I'm going to pray for you. No, 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 no. Sometimes what people need is just a listening here. It's just a listening here. Just be with them. Be available. Sometimes what people in the most difficult, distressed times of their life need is just a hand to hold on. Or just a shoulder to lean on. Or just a year where you are making them feel valuable. Anybody whose love language is quality time? And if your loved one does not spend that enough time, how do you feel? Anybody, you don't have to respond back. It's kind of understood. Some of you are smiling. I know, Pastor, this is going on with me. I know it. God wants us to people, and that's why, you know, it's funny, but that's why it's real, right? He has given us two years, one mouth. So there will be people who hear. And Jesus in New Testament, very often he would say, in Mark chapter 4, Jesus said, whoever has ears, let them hear. He created everybody with ears. Everybody walks around with ears. But there are people in our generation who just have selective hearing. We just want to hear what we want to hear. We just tune into those channels that we want to hear. We just scroll down into that YouTube media where the, the artists, the, the bands that we want to hear. Not everything that we hear edifies our life. Not everything that we hear builds our life. Tune into places, tune into frequencies, where and what builds our Christian life. If there are things that you do, if there are things that you watch, if there are things that you're hearing that does not build your Christian life, you need to exit out of that application. You need to delete that app from your phone today, right now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hearing. God wants us to be a church that listens very carefully. Now, there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is you can hear. Everybody here will hear. But listening has to do with obedience and actions are put together in your listening. That's why you say in the Old Testament, God came down and called that young boy. Right? What's his name? Samuel. And God called. Samuel heard the first time. Samuel heard the second time. Samuel heard. And then after that, he said, what did he say? Your servant is listening. What does it mean? Lord, I surrender now. 
all you say is my, your will is my command. All you say is what I'm going to follow. All you would say is what I'm going to do in my life. And Samuel surrendered by saying, I am, your servant is listening. And God in the Bible wants our churches, believers, families to be a family that listens to each other. Don't be quick to judgment. Listen to somebody. Listen to them. Listen to their argument. A good leader is a person who listens. A good leader will always listen. You don't have to give your comment there at the very first. Just listen patiently. Listen what the argument is. Listen what the situation is. Can I also tell you, Imran Khan, the Prime Minister of, just last week it happened, Imran Khan, the Prime Minister of Pakistan just made a, a, a video and he sent it to the Indian officials and he said, you know, you are bringing war. Prime Minister Narendra Modi wanted to rage war against uh, uh, Pakistan. And Imran Khan, the Prime Minister said, you, you, don't you understand that all the wars in the previous years that happened with World War I and II and America invading all these nations, with all of these wars, they never started the war not knowing where the war will end up to be. Nobody, nobody knows that. The war can end up in any given direction, be escalated in any given possible areas. But only a listening leader will listen first before taking any actions. Are you trying to understand this? In a Christian era and in a life here, the book of James talks volumes to the New Testament church in the 21st era that we must be Christians who are ready to listen first, listen from the word of the Lord. Faith comes from hearing and hearing. The word of the faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. We must be a hearing church. We must be a listening church. We must be a church that puts our, you know, all the hearing thoughts into practice in our life. We do what the word says and we follow through that. And that's the idea that James is portraying here. He says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person first be quick to hear. Listen more. Quick to hear. Listen more. Listen more. If your friend is going to some struggle in their life, listen to them. Sometimes not everybody needs advices. In our community, in our culture here, the moment we hear somebody going through a problem, we are like, oh, you know what? This, 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 this remedy, X, Y, Z, why don't you do it? We put a lot of remedies. We put a lot of uh, advices in their life. Please do this. Please do that. Sometimes all they need is just your presence there. That you give them an undivided attention to what they are going through. Are you trying to understand this? No, we need to apply the scriptures on our personal life. If not, this has no value. The scriptures must become applicable. How do we do it? When we have going through situations and struggles, we need to apply James chapter 1 into our life. I will be a listening, patiently listening believer, brother friend, sister in their life. I will listen to what they are going through. I will be a listening person in their life. Sometimes they just need a listening ears to your social media or how you try to do stuff. When you interact with people, pay attention what the real issue is. Pay attention. Because beyond what they say, they can explain there is something that is going in their 
innermost being. As a chaplain, when they were training, they would help us to understand, you know, be, walk, when you walk into a place, be there quietly, listen to everything, pay very careful attention. Because in the conversation, even their silence, or even the moment they quiver in their voice, the moment they do that, there is something that is hidden that has happened in their life many years ago. And as a chaplain, they train us that we sit by them and understand what is the real reason of them going through that pain right now. It might be a situation that happened 20 years ago, but as a leader, I need to sit there, understand, and listen. Why am I sharing this? Because in given life and situation, you will walk into somebody's life within your family or in your college or university. There are people who are going through challenges in their life. God wants us to be a person who has a listening ear. Listening ears for them. Hear them carefully. Be a person who is quick to hear. Hear them carefully. And that's the message of, of, of James. Wisdom begins when we listen more and talk less. Some of us, we talk a lot. We talk so much that it gets us confused. Who is God in this picture? What is God doing here? Don't take the role of God. Let God be who God is. And then, Lord, don't mess up your life with over-talking. God wants us to be a person with listening ears, talk less. But even the word that comes out of your word, mouth, you have to understand your words create the world around you. But I'm in get love. Your word creates the world around you. In the beginning, what happened? God in the world, in the world, what did he do? In the creation process, he spoke the words and the world came into existence. And that is the same power that you and me will have with the words that come out of our mouth. You have the choice that you can either break or you can build it. There is great power of life and death in your words. So use your words very carefully. When you talk to your children, when your children talk to your parents, use your words carefully. When you talk to your friends, use your words carefully. Praise the Lord. Christian life should never be superficial. Some people are so minded that they are no use of earthly value. They're always about uh, heaven, 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 heaven. Good. But you live life here. And that's where you have to apply this in your personal life. Don't be so caught up with heavenly mind all the time that you have no value on earth at all. God has placed you here. We do life here intentionally. That you and me are the ambassadors of heaven. Not representing the world here, but representing every single word that heaven has spoken into existence. Your words have the power to create the world around you. Whatever your situations might be, but you can turn around and look to that situation and let them know, you know what? I don't care what people have spoken into me. I don't care what my neighbors have spoken to you. All I care is what heaven has declared on my life. And today, I'm going to create a new set of arrangements around me. I'm going to create the world around me a world with peace and love and joy and everything is within your mouth within your words we sometimes we give the devil a lot of credit i gave one pastor once uh, 40 minutes to preach almost 38 minutes he took 
the devil that, devil this, devil. Don't give him so much credit. Why do you want to give him so much credit? Praise the Lord. Am I talking sense? Shotro? He does not deserve all that credit. He does not deserve to be in your mouth. In that given situation, use the word of God. Give God the glory that he deserves. Are you trying to understand this? Praise the Lord. Instead, you know, some people are always like, That is problem, this is problem. You are just glorifying your problem. But why not turn around and you use the word? You know what? I give thank to God for what I'm going through. And that is the book of Jesus that helps us to understand. Be a person who is quick to hear and slow to speak. Because every single word that comes out of your mouth has the power to create or to destroy. Be a person who creates and builds somebody's life. When I talk to Christian, I want to build your life. When I talk to I want to build your life. When I talk to Sneha or Benjamin or anybody here, I want to build your life. And that is the role and responsibility of every single person that is seated in this hall right now. Our role is to create the world of life around them. God has given us that power. You are anointed for that. Christ in you is more powerful than any other person on the outside, any other force in the outside. The word of the Lord gives you power. To create the world around you. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. The word of God gives you the power to create the world. So next time any single word comes out of your mouth, process it. Some people don't process. Hold on. Process it. Let's think through. Don't take too long to process it where the other person has to just walk out. But be careful. In the Old Testament... There was this leader who rescued the Israelites from Egypt. What was his name? Moses. You know the problem of Moses? He will take so much time to speak one word. He takes. But the point is, fact of the matter is, God made him deliver the entire group. It doesn't matter how many words have come out of your mouth. Even it doesn't matter how much time you have taken to process through it. What matters is if you stand in the unction and the anointing of Holy Spirit, I believe millions will follow you. Why? Because you made a choice in your life to be a person of different. Be quick to hear, slow to speak. Be quick to hear. Hear them. Hear their cries. Hear them in their distress. Hear them in their trouble. And be a person who is slow to speak. But when you speak, be very careful that every single word of your mouth brings life into their situation. Romans chapter 10, 17 would say, Now faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. Number two that I want to bring your attention towards that I mentioned there was James chapter 1 verse 19 and part B of it. It would help us to understand God in the heaven. No, I'm sorry. When I read through the first scripture, this is how it goes. Slow to speak. Sometimes we have to understand when we navigate our own life, we are not as smart as we think we are. We are not as smart as we think as we are. Everybody, even I may have this imagine, I may have this thought that I am the smartest person in my thoughts. But I have to realize I am not the one. 
We are not the smartest person, not the smartest person around us. There are many others. There are many others. Give the credit where the credit belongs to. Praise the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 2. God is in heaven. You are on earth. Therefore let your words be few. Have you read that scripture any time before? God is in heaven. You are on earth. Let your words be few that attracts heaven to you. That glorifies who God is in your life. That we put out a lot of words that does not glorify God. Doesn't make any value or any sense. The writer helps us to understand. Make your words few and your few words should be filled with how glorious our God is. With every single word that comes out of your mouth. Give God the glory and honor. Proverbs 29, 20. Do you see a man who speaks lies? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Praise the Lord. Some are very quick to make comments. Go back to Proverbs chapter 29, verse 20. It says, do you see a man who speaks in haste? Quick to respond. Quick to say everything. That you want to put that comment where the snarky, snappy comment. The moment you see the post, you want to do it. And you, like, you might be smiling after you put the comment. You might be like, I have done this. I have done this. What a moment I have got to attack this person. I have done this. I've... No, you have to. You're not the smartest person around. You don't have to. Choose your words, your actions very carefully. If not, there is no meaning to the scriptures that we hold on to. There is no value to the scriptures that we read and meditate in our life. But what God wants us to do is be a person who is quick to hear. Be there, be available. And then use your words very carefully. As we go forward, there's something that I want to bring your attention towards. And this is how it goes. Um, calm down. Be slow to anger. I can have the worship team behind me. Calm down. Be slow to anger. James chapter 1, verse 19. And the last part you see, calm down is something that is important that we all practice in our life. That, I mean, Bible does not say that do not be angry. Bible says be angry, but sin not. Be angry, but sin not. Can I tell Anger is an emotion, right? Anger is an emotion. And emotions can be handled well if we can tame it rightly. Emotions can be handled well if we know how to handle it. Road rage. You know how nasty road rages are? People have ended up killing each other when they have been encountered in a road rage. Why? Because in that given moment, just because somebody did or somebody you saw something, you are quick to respond in and your anger. Person has, I've seen the stories when in road rage, people have just ended up killing the person. Why? Because they could not control their emotion. Control their emotion. Be angry. Anger is a good emotion. For a person, for a family member, for any organization, anger is a good emotion. You, 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 you bring a sort of commanding nature in that atmosphere when you respond. Lord, that me and Anisha practices is one of the, if one of us have an anger mode, 
you know, we decide to walk out of the situation. Just walk out. Let it calm down. Then we come back. And then we talk about it. And then we say, not all the time it happens. Sometimes it goes in a different direction too. And I know because you're smiling, y'all, we can all resonate together. Hallelujah. But God of the Bible wants us to be, number one, be slow, quick to hear, slow to speak. And then calm down in our anger. Because if you don't control it, that can lead you to sin. And that can take you out from the presence of God. And we as a child of God, can we all rise up? We as a child of God, we don't want to be anywhere close to sinning. We don't want to be anywhere close to do things that does not give God the glory He deserves. We want to be that listens carefully. And that's what the Word has asked us to do. And use our words carefully through which we create the worlds around us. And be a person who is slow to anger. That we do not commit anything that can take us out and away from the presence and the life that Christ has assigned for us. And I pray it won't be our story. Something that I want to wind up by saying is, notice the progression in the book of James that it mentioned. If we are quick to hear, I wrote it down so that I won't forget and I need to mention this and I want you to understand it very carefully. The progression here is, if we are quick to hear, we will be slow to speak. But if we are slow to hear, we will doubtless be quick to speak. Quick speaking leads to quick anger. The angrier we get, the faster we speak and the less we hear. You see the progression, how it goes? And if we turn around, we can be a person that we will hear more, speak less, and be a person of slow to anger that we patiently navigate in the process that when God puts you in a situation, He wants you to be a, a soul inheritor where you bring out the right situation and you turn the evil into the righteousness of God. You turn the situations of God has put you in a place. Why do I say that? Because everywhere God has placed you, He has placed you with an intention that you are help to the kingdom of God. God will not just place you in a place with no return and reward. You are the ambassador of God. You are the ambassador of, you represent heaven. Who is Jesus? Jesus is known as the, the prince of what? Can I, can you loud prince of peace Jesus is the prince of peace you and me we by faith we are his children when you walk to a place darkness has to tremble when you walk into a place evil has to leave when you walk into a place every confusion in the air has to break down why because you walk in with the peace of God. You walk in because you want to build life together. You walk in because your intention and you walk in not to break people. Christians, we need to build people. 
Brothers, we need to build people. Families, we need to build people. There are so many others out in the world who are building church of yours. Your word will build their life. 